And so, I figured this was one of Jesus' not-so-good days. Jesus and his disciples are up in what's now Lebanon, about 40 miles south of Beirut, um, coming through Sidon and then south through Tyre. And that's where they encounter this Syrophoenician woman. Uh, she's a foreigner to them, or actually they're foreigners to her. They're, they're walking through a land that is not Israel. And not really sure why they were up there, but they're heading south back down towards Israel. And this woman is, is calling out to them, and Jesus doesn't even answer her. He doesn't even look at her, doesn't pay any attention to her. And the disciples are like, she keeps yelling at us, can you make her go away? Not one of their better days. You know, they're not full of compassion, not full of caring. Uh, they're just not having a good day, I guess. And then she comes up and kneels before Jesus and pleads with him. And I think she's like, and, and he says, you know, I come and, you know, I don't throw scraps out, you know, for the dogs. And she says, but even the dogs get to eat the crumbs under the table. And I think she's thinking, oh, honey, oh, honey, she's thinking about Jesus. You're just not having a very good day. Oh, honey, you're better than this. I know because I've heard about you, the power you have, and the ability to have that you have to heal. But, oh, honey, you're just having a bad day. And so she doesn't back away. She's not afraid of them. She says, even the dogs get to eat the crumbs under the master's table. And for that, he says, your faith is great, and her daughter is healed instantly. And so... Even Jesus and the disciples walked through life feeling kind of harassed. They were probably hot. They were probably tired. I'm sure their feet were dirty and dusty, and they just wanted to get on with their journey. And how many times in our life do we have days where we're frustrated? We're hot, we're tired, we just want to get things done that need to be done. We don't want to deal with a little life's frustrations. And we take it out on other people. We are short-tempered. We ignore people. We don't respond when people speak to us. It's so easy to be like that. And we get caught up in those times, and then later, we hope we feel a little bit bad about how we treated somebody else. And sometimes they were complete strangers and there's nothing we can do about it. There's nothing we can do about it except maybe learning to be a little kinder the next time. Sometimes we can make it up and sound really sorry. I was having a really hard day. It wasn't about you and I shouldn't have treated you that way, and I apologize. There's times where we can help the relationship heal, but there's other times we can't. I was reminded of this in an NPR story where there was a scientist 
um, psychologists who were doing studies around um, people and and what actually mattered to their happiness in life. And one of the things that they said mattered the most was being able to hear kind words. Now those of you who have done the five languages of love, uh, seen Gary Chapman's work, and talks about how we need to keep our love tanks full, and that there's five different ways that we experience love. And I can always come up with four. I should have written them down. So, uh, then the words of affirmation, which is what this NPR uh, news program was about. So, words of affirmation, gifts, acts of service, physical touch, and I start in a different order, I can come up with it. Which one am I missing? Quality time. Quality time. Thank you, Tim. I don't know what I'd do without Tim. And quality time, which is actually my highest, and I forgot it. So anyway, those are, those are the different ways we receive love. So one of them is words of affirmation. Now when you go through life and people ignore you, or people are short with you, it really decreases that sense of well-being. And the, the newscast that I was listening to said that even words from strangers, a kind word from a stranger can totally change somebody's life. That just by hearing a kind word, and I thought about that, Oh, well, it's not that hard to offer a kind word to somebody when you see them. At least on our good days, we could offer a kind word. And if that kind word helps fill them with a sense of well-being, then our words were not wasted. And so when Jesus couldn't even be bothered to talk to this woman and then told her that he was not there to heal the dogs, she was able to stand firm in her belief that underneath that harsh exterior was a kind and loving heart that could heal her daughter. So she was able to look at him and say, oh, honey, oh, honey, you have no idea what you're saying. Even the dogs get to eat the crumbs under the master's table. So the next time we're ignored, or somebody is short with us, maybe we could just stop and think, oh, honey, oh, honey, you're tired, you're hot. You're dusty. You just want to get to where you're going. But oh, honey, I know that underneath all that, you're capable of so much more. And then on the days when we are too tired to offer a kind word, too hot, too dusty, too busy, that we could remind ourselves that even the dogs get the crumbs 
And so that little bit of ourselves that we have left, we could pour out something kind and nice and positive. Whether it be a word or a deed, whatever it is, we have the ability to pour out something of ourselves, some kindness, some spark that lets people know that they are beloved, created in the image of God, each one being enough. And when we allow people to feel that, then their life is made fuller. So it's really easy to think of ourselves as just an individual walking through the world on our own, but the truth is we're not. We are interconnected. We talk all the time in the church about being the body of Christ. How we are interconnected with each other as the body of Christ. None of us, and that's next week's scripture, but none of us has all the gifts. But when we come together, we are enough. But that interconnectedness goes from us all the way out into the world. And so we don't get to walk along that road on our own. We don't get to ignore. We don't get to discount others because they're there on our path. And we are called to interact with them. With as much love and grace as we can possibly muster. So as we go through life, let us remember that what we give to someone else matters. A little bit of love. Don't you look nice today? Gee, the weather's kind of hot. How are you? You know, no matter what it is, no matter how superficial it may seem at the beginning, just that ability to be in relationship with each other. And it's harder now than ever. But we are learning. We've already figured out we can't hear because we can't read lips. We didn't realize we actually pay that much attention to the mouth. But it's harder to hear with masks on. But we are learning to look into each other's eyes. And to look deeply. And to be present to each other when we can. And that is affirming. That helps people have a full and meaningful life. And so don't ever underestimate your gift of giving love and hope to another human being. Because it matters. It matters and through that connection we build each other up. And we may, may not be able to miraculously heal somebody's daughter, but we can help heal each other's hearts. Amen.